1: And we are back uh, week two of December 2021 with our Mint in Box theme. That's not right. That was last month. The Through the Cracks theme. I keep doing that. For some you did reason. that again. Yeah. Um, I think I even labeled this episode that now that I think, yeah, I sure did. Um, so just in my head, that is Mint in Box, everybody. It is Through the Cracks. These are movies from this year that we didn't want to end the year without seeing. Uh, this episode, we are talking about nobody um a film that got a lot of early comparisons to like a john wick type vibe um but i couldn't buy in because it was bob odenkirk i just couldn't see him doing an action movie but we'll get into our review of that in a little bit before we do we like to catch up with how things have been and what else we've been watching since the last time we've recorded so Corey, how you doing
0: glad it's friday how are
1: you i am okay um this week Uh, ended kind of crappy. Uh, My work computer in fifth period, uh, so second to last period of the day, it's acting a little buggy, so I restart it, right? Like, as you do, that's like a normal IT kind of step. It's not working right, restart it. Well, it never started. It read, and then it never came back on. Like, it would not, it wouldn't even, it wasn't like hitting the Apple loading screen. It just would not power on. Like, it had no power. Um, and my IT guy came in and was looking at it, it was also baffled. Um, so I don't have my work laptop, which fortunately I was at, I'm prepared for next week pretty much regularly. and I can obviously do a lot of the stuff um, from my, my home computer, but not everything. And I'm worried because if it doesn't come back up and I can't get some stuff off the hard drive, I have a lot of like uh, graphic files for for BAM for this that I'm gonna have to create from scratch. So we might have some new logos soon. Uh, cause if I got to start from scratch, I'm like, well, I might as well re up, you know, it's almost a new year anyways. So who knows? Um, but didn't, I don't like going into the weekend without my work computer. It feels wrong. Like I feel like I need it. Uh, so that was a crappy end, but on a fun note, um, my film one and film two class, uh, for their midterm, they're doing a Christmas commercial, right? They're not selling a product; they're selling the idea of Christmas. That's the oh, like, cool. the, the point of the commercials. More of a PSA. <clears> if you <throat> ever, if you recall the Publix Christmas commercials when you lived down here, Corey, uh, they're some of my favorites. They they hit like short films, and then just at the end, they're like Publix: Where shopping is a pleasure, right? Like God, I miss Publix. Um, so I had been showing them a few of those, and like uh, one my film one class, we watched "It's a Wonderful Life" this week, um, and. Uh, I, the The curveball that I didn't know I was going to do until today, when they came to class, they pulled a little piece of paper out of a, a box, and that uh the paper had uh, one of five Christmas icons on it. So I had like a Christmas cookies or a Christmas sweater, um, candy canes, a bell, or a snowman. Right. That's how they just ended up in their groups, and also they have to use whatever iconography was on their card in their movie in some capacity so like if it were the christmas bells they could have actual bells in the movie or they could use bells to like represent christmas music right like the idea of the song and uh then they shape their story around that so like they had today to plan their story they have tuesday to film their their movie and then uh wednesday and thursday to edit and submit their their final product and uh so like sitting with each group, we were able to come up with very simple, basic stories Um, that they'll tell. Like uh, one group had a really good idea with the candy cane where they like, like a candy gram situation where like one character will uh, be very shy and like kind of look back at a different character who's, you know, they're interested in, but they're too shy and then they'll get a candy gram. And they'll look and they'll see that person's name and they'll just kind of smile and wave. And it will be like, you know, Christmas kind of thing. Right. Like, um, just little ideas like that, and it it was really exciting. They all seem really pumped about it, and came up with some really solid ideas. Uh, so I'm really I'm always looking forward to seeing what their end products are. So um, hopefully at the end of next week, I'll have um, I think eight uh, Christmas co- commercials between the two classes. Oh nice. And I'm, you know, uh, hoping to see some good stuff out of them. Um, so that was that was a good part of the day. And Then the computer crashed after that, so I was like, oh well, it it was going so well. Something bad was bound to happen, I guess, but uh, how about you any anything fun or cool, or I know it snowed a little bit in Idaho oh. this week, or right?
0: I hate the snow, um <laughs> it just like I didn't already not wanna leave my house. that just like makes it exponential <laughs> like like do I even need to check my mail today? Um what have I done? I feel like I'm really busy, but not anything fun um Last Saturday, we went to a market in a neighboring town at a coffee shop, a local coffee shop that was pretty cool once the uh, hordes of people cleared out. Dude, we've gone to like all the holiday markets in Boise, and it hasn't been a problem. But like here, you literally couldn't move at all. Oh, man. So I was like on the verge of having a panic attack.
1: Hate oh, that. That's like my nightmare.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. Like you couldn't move because no one was moving. Everyone was just standing. It was like a roadblock of people. Um, which is weird because it was a pretty large space. Um, and then I'm just gearing up for tomorrow is our uh annual cookie baking day. Uh me, my aunt, my cousin get together and we like le- legit like bake all day. I'm waking up at seven in the morning so I can make my offering doughs. Um, and then I'll head over there and we'll bake. I have to leave at four though. Cause I have to deliver my cookies to people. Um, yeah. So diabetes. <laughs> yeah. the hard thing about like baking or cooking is like you eat it all. I don't eat it all, but you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a danger to have around. It's um, like, temptation is brutal.
0: Yeah. Usually I'm okay, but mm, I'm big cookies yeah so that's it you? have you done anything fun
1: uh we did go last saturday uh we went to carols in the park which is a annual thing they have in our like a adjacent city uh, oh nice and you know it's a like a lot of crafts and uh there's food trucks which we never ever get anything from the food trucks like i'm always tempted i don't have a good reason what i don't think i guess i do have a couple of reasons um we I don't think Kathy or myself really like to stand and eat. And there's, because it's oh. like a temporary setup, there's not usually like any kind of tables or whatever, but also okay. crowds um, and, and health. They're like the food truck options are usually like fried things that are okay, probably fair. delicious, but not in my current, you know, I try not to burn all my calories in one donut kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. Those are all fair. Uh, We were, it was similar to what you just described. Actually, I kind of blocked it out. Now you reminded me because there was one point where I had to move with the crowd, or I felt like I was going to be trampled. Like so, I just was like, God. like Kathy had walked into a booth, kind of like the t- it's like a little tent kind of thing with tables or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like standing waiting for her, and then people just like a ho- a horde of people walked See? up to me, and it was either like move with them or be trampled kind of s- situation. And so, like, I ended up, like, way away from Kathy. And, like, I, like, texted her. I'm like, I got scared. and I'm out here now. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm I'll, sorry. Wait, I'll wait for you here. And so I just waited. She came quickly. Uh, I wasn't rushing her either. I wasn't like, you have to come. I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not where I was when you last saw me. I apologize. Um,
0: it, it's like a horde, though. It's like it a is. mindless zombie horde. You either go or you get taken down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or you don't move at all. They both sound equally stressful. <laughs> Sorry. I hope you guys had fun though and found some fun stuff.
1: Oh, um, I don't think we got anything actually. Oh, uh, and- it was still fun. Um, we nice. had fun. Like, uh, weirdly, we went to Sonic for breakfast. Hmm. We and I haven't been to Sonic in years. Like, I can't even tell you the last time I had Sonic really. And uh, the breakfast was quite good though. And I remembered oh, nice. their breakfast being good back in the day. I mean a little high calories but you know i had i had ran that morning so it wasn't the end of the world but um it was good breakfast though so good job sonic um nice but uh you want to move into what we've been watching
0: yeah you can go first
1: i am going to go first because it actually ties into my saturday morning so oh. um kathy wanted to see uh her the there's this church related show called chosen um Oh, it's it's all yeah. like, uh, and they have this Christmas special out in theaters right now. It's uh, I think it's Christmas with Chosen is what it's called or something. And it was supposed to be a lot of theaters were running it more like a an event, like a Fandango Fathom event kind of thing, where it's like you Artist. know one time or whatever. But some theaters are running it like it's a movie because there's limited. Nothing really came out last weekend actually. Um, so our theater had it like all day, like it was like every couple of minutes, but it was, it's like four or $5 more per ticket because it is still considered an event thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would wanted to go to that and there was an 1150 show and I, I'm not into that show. And I didn't really like, I knew there was gonna be like a whole like music portion of it. Cause it is kind of like a service first. And then there's like the show part of it. Um, so she went to that and I went and saw it in Kanto the new Disney movie, which um, I've been meaning to see it. I don't like going to animated stuff or kids movies without my daughter, but now she's not a kid anymore. and won't go to that stuff with me. So um, it was noon, noon o'clock. I almost said noon (laughs) o'clock. It was noon.
0: I wish she would have just rolled with it.
1: I know uh, it was noon on a Saturday. Her movie started at 1150. So it was like good timing. Like she'll go to hers. I don't mind sitting in the theater early. I'm usually there that early anyways. So she went to her, her movie. I went to Encanto and I was alone for the first couple minutes. And so then it was like a grandma and a daughter came in and they did. I feel like they gave me the awkward look of like, why are you here? And I was like, well, I was alone until you showed up. So, you know, like <laughs>
0: which kind of makes it a little more.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it was I, it was not weird until you arrived. Like now it's a little weird. I apologize. I'm not trying to intrude. I also like Disney movies. Um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's gorgeous. Like, I think it looks amazing. I found everything about it to be great. So if you're a Disney fan, I definitely say check out Encanto. It doesn't feel like enough people are talking about it. And that's a shame. I haven't wrote a review for it yet. I probably will. Um, But then I came home and I had some work to do. So I went Christmas movies because I can watch those and do work. Um, So I watched uh, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus from 1994. One of my favorite movies for Christmas. I love that film. I think it's great. I also think he is one, like the Santa Claus that he becomes in that movie is one of the most iconic looking Santa Clauses like ever love it uh then i watched the white christmas which is one of my also favorite uh christmas movies i've watched it so many times i always enjoy it i don't think it's um i don't love every song but the ones that i do love i love like so much and so uh went into that um with still working but had some fun next day i watched um a movie called jockey from this year uh very good it has um I always forget the guy's name. Hang on. Um, I'm a big fan of his too. and It's Clifton. Clifton Collins Jr. the uh, First time I remember seeing Clifton Collins Jr. was in the sequel to the Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints to All Saints Day, I think is the sequel. Um, and I really liked him in that. And every time I see him in anything, I usually enjoy him. Jockey, he gets to be the lead. It's a compelling story. Quite um, well made. Then I watched the movie we're going to be talking about here. Uh, I rewatched Anna and the Apocalypse, um, another Christmas movie that I adore. All right. I got to talk briefly about this movie. Um, I watched a, a screener called Mass, M-A-S-S. Have you heard of this movie, Corey?
0: No, but is it about a tumor or something?
1: No. See, that's an interesting direction you went. I assumed it was about church because... Technically, my family is Catholic. They have not been a practicing Catholic really? group in my whole life, basically. But they were Catholic. So I was always familiar with like Catholic practices, like Mass, right? So that's what I thought this was. And this is not a spoiler because this is okay. the synopsis of the movie. Um, but um, I, I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, oh, it starts at a church. I'm like, oh, I must be right. But it's not. Um, it dawns on me, after I've been building and building it up, uh, that, oh, it's a mass shooting-related <gasps> premise. No. And the, the, this, this is the synopsis from Letterboxd. Years after a tragic shooting, the parents of both the victim and the perpetrator meet face-to-face. Um, so you have uh, Jason Isaacs and Martha Plimpton playing the parents of the victims, one of the victims— and then you have Ann Dowd and Reed Bernie playing the parents of the perpetrator and also dead person um, meeting to discuss and look for answers or try to find some kind of catharsis. Uh, and it's essentially four people in a room. It is outstanding. It is so intense. Um, it's such a, an emotional conversation, and the performances are just uh, – so incredible um listeners if you have a chance to see mass yes it is extremely heavy i cannot even begin to try to deny that it is very clear in the subject matter right that it is going to be a heavy movie but it is brilliant and the performances are are just amazing um just such a great film um i checked out paul schrader's the card counter with oscar isaac (laughs) tiffany haddish um uh, Willem Dafoe, who's in so many freaking movies this year, and then um, oh man, what's his name? Ty Sheridan, and uh, really like this movie too. I I was really into it. Uh, Oscar Isaac is playing a way I've not really seen him play before, but I really liked him in it. It's in uh, also it's Paul Schrader, so it's kind of an intense movie. Um, if you're not familiar with Paul Schrader, he he directed First Reformed. That we I think you liked the Ethan Hawke movie from a couple years ago. I didn't. Uh, oh, you didn't like it? I did like I that. Oh really? Wow, Matt loves that movie. Um, Sorry, I like it. All right. Um, and then uh, he also though, wrote Taxi Driver. Um, he didn't direct that. That's Scorsese, but he wrote it. Uh, and his movies are up and down. But I like Card Counter quite a bit. Um, the big movie for me this week, I watched Coda on Apple TV Plus. Uh, I love this movie. It is my favorite movie of the year right now. I don't know if anything will take it over because it. 100 percent speaks to my sensibilities uh it's funny it's endearing it's a coming-of-age story it's a about that coming-of-age story is centered through someone finding art as their way to express themselves which is always something i relate to and love and try to push on my own students so uh and there's a teacher played by um oh man i always forget his name, urbez uh good actor Very, very funny in this, as also, but also very sincere. He has some of my favorite little parts. Uh, Eugenia, Eugenio Derbez, that's his name. I always butcher his name. I apologize, but I love him in this. Um, really, really, really great movie. If you have Apple TV Plus right now, I highly recommend checking it out. And then, um, on Showtime, I watched, uh, the real Charlie Chaplin documentary. Um, crazy like I I like Chaplin I've watched several of his movies not I still have a few of the big ones to check off the list Um, something I plan on doing in the near future but uh, yeah this documentary about him about his career and some of the crazy parallels and some of the not so great things about Charlie Chaplin is really compelling Um, it's it's interestingly made it's shot uh, or it's you it utilizes the four three aspect ratio so it feels like the old look of Chaplin's films um it's really cool definitely worth checking out if you have access to showtime um and then the last movie i saw i can't quite talk about yet but i did see the king's man uh my review for that will be out next week Uh, that's all i can say i can't say if i liked it I can't say anything else just that i saw it um but my review will be out. So take, uh, go to burkreviews.com to find out what I did think about the movie. Once I'm able to talk about it. Um, and the only other thing I did is I watched, uh, the most recent episode of Hawkeye, which if you're not watching Hawkeye and you're a fan of the MCU, what are you doing? Cause it's great. I love the show so much. I'm a big, big fan of Haley Steinfeld. Um, I tend to find her uh, work to be pretty outstanding and that holds up here. I think she's doing ter- tremendous, stuff with uh Jeremy Renner, who I also really like in the role of Hawkeye. So that's what I've been watching. Corey, top me, what do you got? <laughs> never.
0: <laughs> but really never. Um so I finished um movie five through seven B. <laughs> I finished the uh Harry Potter movies. Ah uh, yes. Um I have a complaint. Ooh. And I don't really care if it's a spoiler. Mm. I don't really feel like it is. But how are you going to make me go through all that and then not give me an update on my boy Neville?
1: Mm. Okay, You know
0: what I mean? Like, I know he's not like the main character, but still, you made us love him. So, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't think that's a spoiler. Um...
0: I held off on part of what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, And then um, I watched... The original House of Wax with Vincent Price on Shudder. Hmm. So there's that. I've fun fact. I've always wanted to go to a wax museum.
1: Uh, have you, uh, well, there's one in Florida now. We have the, um, the Madame Tussauds.
0: I've never been to one. I want to go. I will be going to one. I always talk myself out of it when I do have the opportunity. Like last time we were in Vegas, which was many years ago now. Um. Yeah, I was there and I was like, I'm going to go. And then I see the ticket price is like $40 and I'm like, I'm not going to go. You know what I mean? <sighs>
1: yeah, Yeah, that's a lot. I, I don't fault you for that.
0: But I'm going to just do it next time. And I've been still watching Saved by the Bell. I think I'm in the college years, even though they don't make it really clear. They're just like, well, oh, you... we're home for Christmas break.
1: The college years, though, are like he, they're in a dorm room, so it would be pretty clear
0: oh well then why are they talking about i'm home for christmas break then but i haven't seen a dorm room
1: i don't know um there is there is a saved by the bell continued series that features some of the returning cast but it it has like a new like a new group of students um i think screech was like the building's assistant principal at some point or something like that um so I don't know if it's that it doesn't sound like it, but the college no. years, like, they are legitimately le- at college. Like it is not, there's no Bayside. It's, it's the it's and in fact, it's just Slater, Zach and screech. And oh. then like, there's, there's cameos from a couple of the girls, but it's like, there's new cast members in the college years. And then like, it's- they have a, uh, they're, they're, it's not a, it's like normally an RA is a college student, but it's like a former football player is kind of in the role of the RA, like the resident advisor. Yeah. Um. And it was, it was all right. I liked episodes. It got, it got a little, you know, it's very say by the bell. So like, it's cheesy and you know, Zach gets, Zach repeats a lot of the same stupid mistakes over and over again. Anyways, like that's always been like kind of the characters MO. Like he'll do this and then he'll like, Oh, I guess I shouldn't be like this. It's like, yeah, but you were like this before and you, you learned that lesson and here you are again. Like, let's be consistent. show that's a complaint i always have so my my fault
0: no that's okay that's all i've been watching i feel like that's pretty good though that's like four movies five movies
1: no yeah that's not bad i i have like i really went hard last sunday and that's i have so many screeners right now listeners um i will be i will have an insane amount of movies once i hit christmas break um cuz i have so much to watch but uh I'll probably be doing like three to four movies a day over break. because I won't be writing reviews for all of them, but I'm just trying to see them all before I hit Christmas. Uh, Christmas Eve. So, yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a flow. Like right now, I'm looking at my stats on Letterbox because I am a uh, pro member. Um, so I get like my year stats. I have seen uh 371 movies this year. I'm oh, averaging dang. almost 31 a month. Uh, just over seven a week. Um, i will prob i will definitely hit 380 uh easily i'll easily hit 380 i will probably be close to 400 which would be the highest i've ever done uh 2016 i watched the oh. most movies uh, that i know of at least that i kept track of which was 384 and then i've been in the 300s every year since then but apparently i really came came on strong in october when i did the horror challenge and i've been pretty consistent watching um you know most of the year i've had like seven movies a week with a few exceptions where I was less than then uh Tribeca I had the one week where it was like 15 movies and then um a couple weeks ago I did 13 and I did 11 this week uh because of again I'm trying to catch up on all these movies and screeners and stuff and I'm also watching like Christmas movies just in the background of doing stuff because those I I don't have to give my full attention to because I've already seen them all uh there's a few new ones out that I actually am looking to watch but I haven't got to yet but but that's what we've been watching, folks. Let's get to the stats of the movie of the week. Nobody from this year, 2021. Um, it is rated R and it is kind of violent. So know that going in. It's directed by Isla nash I apologize if I have butchered that name. Written by Derek Kolstad. Stars Bob Odenkirk, Aleski, Sarah Berjarikovic. <laughs> I added letters that weren't there. Um, Connie so- Nielsen. Uh, and then going into that, we have Christopher Lloyd, Michael Ironside, almost unrecognizable Michael Ironside. I apologize, Michael Ironside, but you're looking a little rough. Um, Colin Salmon, uh, Riza. can't forget the Riza. Um, Billy Macklin, and I think that's kind of the gist of the big guys. Making sure, yeah, that's that's the the gist. Um the synopsis is a docile family man slowly reveals his true character after his house gets burglared by two petty thieves, which coincidentally leads him going to a bloody war with the Russian crime boss has a 64 Metacritic, a 7.4 IMU user score. I picked this movie because I do like action movies. I often don't give them enough credit, um, I was hyped to see this. Uh, I, I got it. I purchased it digitally not too long ago. It is available uh, to buy. I don't believe it's streaming with any streaming subscriptions right now, but it is available to rent or buy. And it's been on sale a bit um, over the last couple of weeks. It's even out on actual physical uh, media, if that's your, your speed. So, like, Redbox will have it. Um, I like Bob Odenkirk. Uh, I, I really liked him as Saul in Breaking Bad. I only watched the first couple of episodes of Better Call Saul, but I liked him there too. And he's in a bunch of other stuff. He's, you know, he's been in movies and he's, uh, I forget the show he was on with David Cross back in the day. Um, uh, I think it's called Mr. Show. Actually. Now I think about it, it is Mr. Show with Bob and, uh, and Dave. I've never saw that, but I'm familiar with it. Um, but I, I like Odenkirk. I find him to be very, very, um, funny and, uh, likable in most roles, even in roles where he's supposed to be kind of unlikable, I tend to like him um, or at least like the performance that he's giving. I was really shocked when I heard he was playing this type of role because I've never seen him do anything action oriented. And I kind of went into this thinking there's no way this can be good. There's no way he can be convincing in that role. And boy was I wrong. I thought he was extremely convincing in the role. He looks like he's in excellent shape, which is kind of startling because he did have a heart attack not long after this movie came out. Um but he, I think he's doing alright now, but like it was um like you know it was big news. Everyone was really worried that it might it might be the end of Odenkirk because it was a really serious heart attack. Uh but Um I really like this. I actually liked the story a lot too, which is something I wasn't sure if this was just gonna be um what i don't want to get into spoilers but what i thought it was going to be isn't what this movie actually ends up being and i found that to be quite refreshing and i actually really enjoyed the story it's a little silly um which i'm down for i like action movies that have a kind of air of uh almost surrealism like is this is this actually happening or is this like fictional um and i i kind of am down with that there was a movie called mr right uh that has um Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick in it, and that movie's real crazy, but I enjoy it. I find it to be quite odd and, and quirky. um This is not quite that quirky, but I still enjoyed the the- w- kind of weird sense of humor that was built into it um I wasn't sure how you'd feel about it, though Cory, after watching it i was like i don't I don't know if this is like way out of her wheelhouse or if this is just just in there so Corey, what did you think of nobody?
0: Oh <laughs> you're so right this I don't even I don't even know to, how to tell you how outside of my wheelhouse it was. I was like, I don't want to say that I hated this movie, but I just couldn't wait for it to be over.
1: Just Why, couldn't wait. What specifically, like without getting in the story, but like, was there, is it the action you don't like? Is it the. It's uh,
0: not the action because I will watch a John Wick movie.
1: That's what I thought.
0: All day. I just I like good action I guess like I felt like the humor in this movie I think it was trying to be humorous I don't really know um I was like there's no way that this movie is not trying to be ridiculous there's no way it's not trying to but at first I was like what's going on because it just wasn't I don't know um yeah so what not a fan of this movie I feel like they were like dancing around a lot to not tell us yet what what he was, you know. I don't think they did a good job with world building or really giving us an idea. I don't know. I felt like it was very superficial maybe, very like just on the top, I don't know.
1: Well, um I I actually disagree with some of what you just said like i generally think they did a good job um with that with that element of the world building um i do think they they were maybe trying to keep some things away from us longer than they needed to um so i I can't agree with that uh but i ultimately found a lot of fun in some of that stuff um but i can totally you know understand maybe why not I, I would have been more, more willing to understand if you don't like violence or action movies, because some of the violence is very brutal. Um, I, I thought the fight sequences and stuff were shot quite well. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the things that I will defend my perspective of it being uh, well-written is if yeah, the writer wrote all three of the John Wick movies, <laughs> um, which I believe the world building is something you are quite fond of in the John Wick franchise
0: yeah but i mean like there's so much going on in those movies it's so detailed true. so involved there are so many different aspects that we like learn about and you don't get it all in the first one it like slowly they like reveal stuff to us throughout all the movies you sure. know what i mean and i just feel like this i feel like okay so this was the leftovers that they couldn't use in those movies i don't really know i I'm do part think right.
1: that's not far off i actually think that is quite spot on um I don't, like, there are elements that feel like this is, like, what they couldn't use in John Wick. Or even maybe it could have been easily connected into John Wick, like a subplot or a subcategory almost of, like, the Hitman-type tale. But uh, now we might be toting a little too close to spoilers. So I enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's perfect, but I was really into it. Again, part of it will be revealed in spoilers why I was so into it, because there was... What I thought I was going to get and what I got were very different. And I much more preferred what I got than what I was expecting. Um, But that said, let's get to spoilers.
0: Guys, from here on out, we're going to talk about this movie in great detail. You have been warned.
1: So have you ever seen uh, the Michael Douglas film Falling Down from like the early 90s? I don't think so. So Falling Down is this this suburban guy. He's like a tie. He looks kind of nerdy he's had finally had enough and has like a psychotic break and decides to like take out vengeance. Right. Um, something, I don't remember what happens. I saw as a kid, it's like the, it's almost like the movie of quote unquote going postal, right? Like this guy has finally had too much. And that's what I thought this was going to be, especially based on Odenkirk's casting. And then what I'd heard, even the, the, the posters, like it looks like a normal guy getting beat up by a bunch of different people. And then the synopsis, a docile family man, right? Like, I'm expecting this to be just some suburban guy who finally snaps after, like, you know, maybe they cancel his, you know, tennis subscription or some sh- stuff like that. And he goes on a rampage. And I, I didn't know if I was going to be on board with that. Not at all what we get. He is not some docile family man. He is a hitman assassin who has, you know, gone to this lifestyle. Because, like, the thing with John Wick, when we meet John Wick, he had done that, but his wife has died. She left him a dog. Now his dog has been killed. He's done. He's back as a hitman. Here, the the family is very established, but it, it's bored. He's getting bored. They're bored of him. And when he's robbed, I love the sequences, uh, like how it kind of reveals that he knows more than you would expect. Um, but we end up, you know, finding out that, no, this guy is actually uh, a hitman who's been pretending to be a normal suburban guy and he's kind of tired of pretending and he's hit like now he's got a kind of has a reason to stop. Not entirely, but you know, something happens, Sparks, he gets the opportunity and he goes all in. He's like, all right, time to kick some butt. And um and yeah, that's that's what happens. He kicks some butt. Uh he he accidentally in like almost kills and I think does kill The brother to this Russian mob guy, who then comes at him like full speed. He's also crazy. Like we're introduced to him, he's doing cocaine and he's singing a song. He's insane. Like
0: (laughs) that was the best.
1: Yeah, super over the top.
0: But also, just your like one sentence.
1: (laughs) Yep, so total psychopath, right? Like
0: (sighs) does cocaine sings a song? It is. It's just like some of those i don't know i feel like so much of it just wasn't even i don't know what so the are they russian did you say they're mm-hmm.
1: Russian? They're mm-hmm.
0: like they have all this money and everyone who has all this money like passes it around or something or is it the whole club they like pass it around and somebody has to be like responsible for it and
1: yeah they're constantly moving the physical money around um it's like they're the share of the russian mob i don't Forgot what it was called. Some O word that I don't know. Um, But yeah, you know, like all of that, it's fine. Again, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure uh, that the bad guys in John Wick are also the Russian mob. So, like, again, there's some of that (laughs) leftover stuff.
0: We were saying, though, it's like, why is it always Russian? You know, why? Mm -hmm. I feel like (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like it was so cheesy, guys movie and when are we gonna learn that you cannot leave a lifestyle like that and be left alone okay
1: no for sure like people come at you
0: go hard like that and then and i so here's what i thought too like when he i'm gonna keep some pepper spray in my house i think (laughs) after watching this and him finding people in his house i thought that that was like on purpose that they were targeting him
1: um, like, the two that were robbing him? Yeah. No, that was a complete fluke. And apparently they weren't even in like. They needed money, but not as bad as it initially seemed when we, we find them. Like they do have like an apartment and stuff and they have the baby. um, And which is why he like leaves them alone yeah, at the end. But yeah.
0: um, So I thought that that was going to be a bigger, you know, set up. And then his son like grabs them and I felt like. Oh, his son must be in on all this super secret stuff, too. But he makes him let go of him, and it doesn't seem like his
1: kids know. I don't know. Well, no. Uh, no, they none of them know for sure. Um, I mean, that opening scene when all that happens, we don't know anything about the guy yet. Um,
0: yeah, it just seemed like the son had been trained for this or something.
1: I don't um, know. I didn't think. I just thought it was a kid who, you know, he was, a, he was confident, pretty strong. He took it, he had a, he had the, uh, high ground. Um, guess so, who, yeah.
0: Guess who would never do that?
1: I would say most either people, of, but. Yeah. Either of
0: us, probably.
1: <laughs> I um, want to think I would. I also think that I would chicken out because I would be afraid of getting shot. Um. Yeah. But also, I do think that I would, tr- like, my instinct is that I would want to do that, but.
0: I'm afraid that I, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I just felt like it was going to be a bigger thing, I guess. He yeah. did save the cat, though, guys. He literally saved the cat,
1: yes, uh, well, that's I guess the, to be fair, that's the opening right? It's a framing device that he's telling the story to the police well, um that he's being interrogated. I'm like,, they're like who hell, are you?
0: heck does he have a cat in mm-hmm. his jacket? You know, but then we find out that he finds it in the I didn't know he had like, I don't know
1: well it's a, 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 the writing is really solid because everything kind of ties back. Cause the daughter says we should get a cat. And he's like, yeah. So I think when he finds the cat, he's like, Oh, I'll get her the cat, you know? Um And like, cause she wanted the she had the cat bracelet, which is actually, I thought the whole movie was going to turn on that cat bracelet. And it kind of does because that's why he goes after that family because, or the, not the family but the burglars, because they, he believes they stole his daughter's bracelet and no one takes from his daughter. Like you take my money. Fine. You're not going to hurt my daughter. And so he went for the bracelet. There was no bracelet. Um, the bracelet was left at the house. Uh, but he doesn't hurt them. Meets the Russians on the bus. I really like the fight scene on the bus. I also like, unlike John Wick, he's not invincible. Like not that John Wick is, but this dude gets beat down pretty hard. He just keeps getting back up.
0: Yeah, I kind of did like that. Like, I mean, still, he's taking on like 500 guys. Not really, but... Yeah, I did like that part that they beat the crap out of him, man.
1: Yeah, and but he did worse to them. Like, he really, yes. he did win. But, like, he gets stabbed and he just, like, keeps going. Like, I almost, like, is he, like, not killable? Is he invincible? But uh, apparently, no, he's just he's just a little crazy and uh, maybe a little desensitized to pain. But, uh, yeah, I really like that whole sequence. Um,
0: and I am glad... I- because those guys were talking about the girl on the bus alone at night, yep. and that it didn't go there, and he whipped their butts,
1: but, um, but also like the, we got Christopher Lloyd's in this movie playing the dad, <laughs> man, uh, he goes a little while. He gets to be we, apparently he was a killer too. Um, I like the little scenes he have early, and then when he shows up, okay, so there's a whole Home Alone sequence to this movie, um. He sets up a killing house uh, at his job, which is like a con- construction contractor type deal. And he gets like he he has booby traps, like it's Home Alone. Like I mean, we could have just had the Home Alone music, and I'd have been all in. It would have been fun if like if Macaulay Culkin was like his brother or something, um, you know, let him help out. But that doesn't happen. But like he has all these traps. Uh, the RZA shows up. I always like the RZA, and uh, Christopher Lloyd shows up to to walk. Uh, you know, he's clearly having a little bit of a hard time moving around, but he, they make it look fine. Like he he shoots some people with shotguns. It's it's all good. Um, Odenkirk, you know, does some stuff. It's it's very very entertaining, super stupid, violent. Like, but it, it, this whole movie is ninety three minutes. Like it it does a lot pretty quickly. Like things move. Um, and the action's solid in my opinion. So I'll give the
0: action. I'll agree with that.
1: All right. Well, I mean, there's not much else to say about. It. I really like the Odin Kirk. Oh, um Go I ahead.
0: You want to say that like whole part about him talking about why he left and that he like showed a guy mercy mm. and didn't kill him and then <laughs> Oh, because I snapped you. We never talk about the movies before we talk about the movies on here. But yes. I think it's so funny. I don't know what it is about Boise. But everybody needs to get it together because it has grown here exponentially. And I don't think all the criminals are coming here anymore like that. Um, I've even watched like Unsolved Mysteries where people like were big crime spree bank robbers and they came to Boise like 30 or so years ago. It's just like everybody comes to Boise. But that guy, he moved here and he ended up finding him to see because he thought he was going to turn back to his old bad life. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. And then he was jealous. Or, well, he wanted that, too.
1: Yeah, that maybe if he can stop doing the horrible things, maybe I can stop being a killer and have, like, a normal existence. Yeah. Which he couldn't, apparently, because um, he got bored. Although, the implication is that, like, now he's going to rebuild. His wife is, they seem to have re- re-sparked because she knows that he's a he's a, quite the guy, I guess you could say. Um Uh, He's not this boring guy. Um, He's got confidence and he can, he's kind of, it looks like he's trying to merge the two personalities um, that he'll be both of those people. But see, I I don't know. I, I enjoyed this. I don't think it's a must see. I would say it's not quite golden um, for me. I I really, you know, I definitely am glad I own it. I could totally see throwing this on in the background while I'm doing other stuff. Um, It moves. I think I, I like the humor that's there. It is. It's like, I wouldn't even say it's dark, but it's, it's a little dumb and it's, it's at moments where maybe it's normally you wouldn't want to laugh at like some violent sequence or whatever, but it's, it's treated that way.
0: I have the same feeling as you though. Like I don't like real life violence, but it's completely different to me when it's in a movie, yep. you know? So I don't know. I'm going to go with a decent watch guys.
1: Hey, that's not bad. Cause like when we started this, it sounded like you hated it. And so decent watch yeah. is not bad at all
0: see we do this
1: because there is stuff here like it, it's not john wick john wick is far superior but this is still like hey a nice like it, there's a lot of knockoff wannabe john wick stuff at least this one has its own kind of thing going on even if there are a lot of similarities it still felt like something different and i i did like seeing odin kirk get to be awesome because he is pretty awesome like he he does some stuff you know um And I I was, I was impressed that I could believe it. And he is in good shape in this movie. Like he, he looks very svelte, you know, just like, yeah, Yeah. he, he puts some work in. He's not like Chris Hemsworth, but he's like, you know.
0: I mean, he's a, he's, I don't know. There's something about him that he's like a regular. Yes. Guy. You know what I mean? For sure. I'm not saying that in any bad way at all. Just. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. And I, that's what they're selling. And I think he nails it. I think it's very entertaining. I would watch the second one if they did. Nobody, too. And we get like a follow up. Um, maybe the son is in the they in the also. mix now. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, cause the son was disappointed yeah. that his dad like didn't help? And also that the kid got punched in the face because the dad didn't help. Um, and so, like, you know, now the kids maybe learning or training or whatever. That could be pretty entertaining. I don't know. I'd be in for a sequel if they did one.
0: It could be still nobody.
1: Oh, I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I it.
1: Hey, Hollywood. That's residuals <laughs> to us now. That's um, on record. Uh, you have to pay us if you use still nobody. Um, that's it for this episode, folks. Uh, we will be back next week, continuing through the cracks, not Minton box. Mint we finished box. that already through the cracks. Uh, we're going to be watching in the earth, um, which is on Hulu. Uh, but also available through some other means. I think In the Earth is directed by is this the Ben Wheatley movie? I think it's the Ben. I watched two horror movies, and one of them is yes, it's the Ben Wheatley movie. Um, I liked uh one of his movies. What was it? Um, Free Fire. I really like Free Fire. I liked High Rise, but not as much as some other people. Um, I never watched his remake of Rebecca. He did the Hitchcock uh film Rebecca on oh. Netflix. Um, but I did watch In the Earth already. I won't say anything yet, but we'll be back next week for Corey's pick of In the Earth. Uh, again, available to watch on Hulu. It's a horror film, so know that going in, viewers. Um, it's not going to be for everybody, but that's it. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media. I'm at Burke Reviews and Corey. At Corey, our star, two R's on the end. And we ask that if you like what we're doing here at Burke Reviews Movie Club, that you take just a couple minutes. Give us that five star rating on whatever podcast catcher you use so that other people can find us. It helps other like potential listeners find the show. Um, With that, we say thank you and keep watching movies.
0: Hey, this is Matt from What I Watch Tonight. Come join me in the back row for movie discussion, retrospective episodes with guests, director focus shows, end of year rankings, start of the year predictions and much, much more. There's more going on in the back row than you might think.
1: This has been a Berk Reviews podcast, berkreviews.com.